time. So great to see all of you here today. It's great to have the Holdens back with us. Thank you for bringing some nice weather with you. Very, very grateful for that. Yeah, so good. Good to have my friend Lane. From, he's not here in the, I mean, he's not here to see me, but he's here at church, so that's good to see him. And it's so good to have Naomi Baker. Yes, she goes to my school, and I saw her, and I said, I'm calling her out from the platform, just like I call her out at school. So wonderful. I'm sorry, that was not kind, but so good to have everybody here. Cade, so good to have you back. So good to have all of you with us today. Several announcements. Tonight, if you are on the outreach committee or you want to be on the outreach committee to help our church reach out to Greenfield, please be here tonight at 5 p.m. Pastor would like to meet with you. Uh, he wants to meet with you today. It needs to happen. So if you're interested in being on that outreach committee, please uh, be here tonight at 5 p.m. Pastor said you don't have, to, uh, don't have to be great, highly intelligent, or anything like that. As long as you have a profession of faith, he'll take you. So there you go. I, I qualify. And if I qualify, anybody qualifies. Also happening tonight, young adult class, okay? Um, and March 17th. So that will be tonight and March 17th, young adult class back in the fellowship hall. And then the lift meeting on March 7th. If you RSVP Deronda, make sure you mark your calendars. It is the canvas painting at 7 p.m. Dinner is provided, and don't forget to bring the $15 for the supplies. Also, looking ahead, at the end of March, we have our Easter celebration. So uh, this, we've said this before, but please, we need candy donations so we can stuff all the Easter eggs so we can go on an Easter egg hunt, a merry hunt it will be. And there will be a plastic tub in the foyer. And then also uh, something that might not be on, on uh, from the Valentine's sale, we will need large chocolate crosses as well. So please talk to Holly if you need more information. Also, thank you to everyone who showed up to practice for the choir uh, this morning. And I think that will be the same schedule moving forward. Yeah, so before service on AM, 9.30 Sunday morning, if you're in the choir. My son uh, hinders me from singing, so someone has to take my place. I wasn't missed, but so good to have all of you here today. Thankful for the great weather and the many blessings God has given us. Pastor's going to open in prayer. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again today for the privilege we have of being in your house. Lord, we, want to take, we don't want to take that for granted for one second. Lord, this wonderful privilege is it ours to be in your presence, in your house on this Sabbath day. Lord, I pray you'll settle down upon us in a special way this morning. Speak to our hearts, we pray. Help us, Lord, to sing the hymns of the church, the music, dear Lord, that is provided for us, I pray today. Lord, we've come specifically to worship this morning, worship you. You are the great I am. You're the way, you're the truth, and the life. And so, Lord, we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. Have your way in every life that's here today. In Jesus' name, amen. stand this morning see everything we have as we can say we are renting it right we're gonna leave everything behind and uh, we all want to go to heaven that's why we are here so it's so good to see everyone let's worship him this morning
Let us pray. Father, we do thank you this morning for the privilege you have of being in your house to worship you. We thank you, dear Lord, that we have, we have assurance to know that you can save us and change us and radically transform us by the power of the blood and the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ. And Lord, that's, that's an awareness that we ought to have this morning, Father, as we've come to worship you. We praise and thank you, dear Lord, for, for sending your only begotten Son into this world to die for us. Lord, we thank you that you cared enough about your creation that you didn't leave us here on our own. But Lord, you came back, dear Father, and in the, in the form of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for that cleansing blood that cleanses us from all sin. And so, Lord, we're here this morning to give you the honor and the praise and the adoration that you deserve. We thank you, dear Lord, for all that you've done for us, all of your blessings in our life, Lord, the, the wonderful air that we breathe today, dear Lord, the health that we enjoy, even as, dear Lord, we get older. We thank you, Father, that you care for us. And Lord, you know our needs this morning. You know every burden that's represented here today. Lord, it may be a physical need. It could be a spiritual need. Lord, financial needs, emotional needs. You know all about those needs that, that are represented in this congregation today. I pray, Lord, that you'll meet every need this morning that is represented here. Bless, dear Lord, in all that we do this morning. We want to honor you. We want to glorify you. We've come to worship you, Lord. We've come, dear Lord, to lay aside, dear Lord, all the distractions of life that, that we encounter on a daily basis to come, dear Lord, in the holy presence of a holy God and give you, dear Lord, the, the, the praise that you deserve this morning. And so, Lord, from the very bottom of our hearts, Lord, that praise wells up with thanksgiving and, 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 and dear Lord, joy, dear Father, knowing that you're alive and you're working in every life here. You know, Lord, those that are not able to be here because of different reasons this morning, I pray you'll continue to give speedy recovery, dear Lord, to Sister England, Father, as she recovers from the hip surgery, and Marlene, dear Lord, from uh, the knee surgery. We pray, oh God, that you'll be with them. You know every other need, dear Father, this morning. Meet those, we pray. Bless in all that we do and say today that will honor and glorify you. We pray these things in the name of Jesus.
Ascribed to, to Jesus, and um, uh, those are those are some of those names. He is so much to us, Amen, and a blessing to us. I'm so thankful for those names of Jesus. That in any circumstance, he, he's he's so much to us, so much to us, and that's kind of the whole idea of the names behind it, the things that He can do in our lives, and uh, I'm just uh, um, thankful for that this morning, Amen. Good to see each one of you here today. And, Come to worship. I know Travis has already mentioned those that are bringing the nice weather from Florida that came back. Thank you for that. And uh, we're, we're blessed to see uh, the Holdens here with us for this, this Sunday. And they'll be back and back and forth. And, and uh, we've missed them. And, and the others that are here today worshiping, good to see the kids back. I haven't seen Kate in a while. So glad to see you, Kate. Pray for you often. And pray that God will bless you. And, and uh, just good to see each one of uh, you that are here, some of you back from vacation, those kinds of things. Don't forget next week, even though now uh, it, it seems to be almost, except, except for one place, uh, it's usually, depends on the age of your car, uh, you, you know, how many, how many go for like weeks on end 
um, in their vehicle after, they, after we go through daylight savings time and you're, you're an hour behind or ahead in your vehicle because you have no idea how to change that crazy thing. You know, you're pushing every button, driving down the road, trying to figure it out. And uh, I think the new cars now, I, I think mine just automatically changes. Thank the Lord for that. Uh, but in the truck, I've got to change it still. And, uh, and then you've got, to re, you know, you've got to spring forward now, so you know, you'll have to take the hands of those clocks at, at home. And uh, that just drives me batty. I, just, I see it, and I've got to get it taken care of. Um, on the, um, on the uh, see, the stove, very important, folks. This is very, very important stuff. I'm just going to share it with you. Okay, make sure your stove and, and your um, microwave, the times match exactly. Very, very important. That'll drive you insane if one of those are one or two minutes different, and uh, I just can't hear. Anyway, <laughs> the point being, we're springing forward next week, all right? And the pastor will be gone, so uh, if you're not here, I'll have no idea. You know, you know I'll, it'll just be, I'll have no idea that you're not here. We're going to uh, Roanoke, Virginia next week. Pray that, that God will be with us. A little time of relaxation with our... Uh, our newest grandbaby, of course, many may not know this, but our son and daughter-in-law are moving to Roanoke um, here in the next uh, few months. And, um, and so uh, they're going there to kind of look at houses. We're going to be with them. And it'll be my first time to be able to be with my newest grandson. I'm looking forward to that. And we'll be dedicating him next Sunday um, there in, uh, at the church where Choi's at. And so you pray for us as we're away for a few days. Um, that this could be a good time of a little time of rest and relaxation with our family. Then don't forget, obviously, the committee meeting tonight at 5 p.m. So, uh, if you're again, if you're interested in being a part of that, I've had several come to me and say they'd like to be on that on that outreach committee. And so we'll, we'll be discussing some ideas, and uh, uh, we'll we'll talk more about that this evening. Those that are coming, 9:30. Don't forget about the choir. The, the cantata will be sung here on on the Easter Sunday morning, and and so. At 9.30 on Sunday mornings from now until then, we'll be practicing, preparing for that. If you'd like to sing in that, uh, make sure you see Brittany and, uh, or, or myself, whoever, and come and be a part of that. I know you'll enjoy that. This is our fourth, I think this is the fourth uh, part of our series on worship. And, um, and so this morning, I want to talk to you on, on, on worship as a way of life. Worship um, as a way of life. Worship is a, an overflow of a heart that is fully committed to Christ. It acts out of gratitude and reverence in everyday circumstances. In fact, David said in Psalms chapter 45.1, he said, My heart overflows with a good theme. Now, I don't know about you, but when I, when I'm, I find myself immersed in, in worship on a daily basis, especially as I immerse myself in God's word, it's part of my responsibility as your pastor, okay, to spend uh, several hours in the word of God. And, and I, I really don't know, I, I don't, I'm not a statistics guy, you know that, but I wouldn't, I, you know, I don't know how many hours that I would spend a day um, in the word of God, but m- many hours um, are spent there. And, um, and, and every time I come away from that, just filled with my poor wife has to endure my uh, my theology as I come home and and uh, we talk about it and uh, and uh, it's 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 been quite often interesting conversations that we have. You wouldn't realize how great of a theologian my wife was, uh, but she's quite the theologian, and I I mean that. Um, but 
I come away with a full heart, okay? My heart overflows with a good theme. I mean, when you, you find yourself immersed in the word of God, you find yourself um, with a good theme in your life. Um, in fact, the Hebrew word for overflow means to boil over. And that really is what worship is all about. It, it, it's, it's boiling over with praise and adoration. It overflows with righteousness. It literally like a, like a, just flows out of the heart like a volcano. It's how the disciples felt as they were on their way or on the road to Emmaus when they, when they met Jesus. What did they say? They said, we're not our hearts burning within us. And, and we have the word of God that can burn within us. We can, we can often take time in God's word as, it, as it, it, it overflows through our minds and our spirits. And it just wants to flow out of a heart of gratitude and praise. That's what worship is. And when we spend time in God's word and, and in God's presence, it begins to shape our thinking. Um, our hearts flow with praise as we daily enter into the, in, into the presence of God. Worship is a way of life. Worship can be described like this. It can be described as honor and adoration directed to God. The New Testament uses several words for worship. Two of them, I think, are, are very noteworthy. Um, one means to kiss towards or kiss uh, the hand or to bow down. It means humble adoration. The other, the other word, latreo, which means giving honor or paying homage. Both of these words portray giving. Worship is giving. It's giving something to God. Worship isn't what we give from God, but it is what we can give to God. And so worship is the giving of our talents. It's giving ourselves. It's our attitudes. Um, and then it's our possessions. When we give all those to God, worship becomes a way of life. And everything that we do and all that we say, it's all part of worship. It's how we think. It's how we live. It's how we respond in difficult situations. And it's how we, we give unselfishly of ourselves to the service of God. The New Testament often describes worship, and it usually describes it as acceptable. I want to look at that word this morning, worship as acceptable. And I think there are, and in fact there are, there are at least three categories um, of acceptable worship that are specified in Scripture. And so for a few moments today, I want to take time to think about this word in the, in the New Testament called uh, an acceptable word. Uh, my, our worship is acceptable unto God. There are three dimensions. The first dimension that I find when we think of the word acceptable is, is an outward dimension. And there are three aspects to this outward dimension of, of acceptable worship to God. First of all, one of the outward um, dimensions of this are sharing our love with our fellow believers. That's an outward dimension of, of this, this idea of being accepted by God. The context of this love is found in Romans chapter 14, verse 8, where Paul talks about an acceptable offering to God. He says, For he who, who in this way serves, which again is the word latreo, Christ, is acceptable to God. Being sensitive to our weaker brother is a form of acceptable worship to God. In fact, he goes on, and in verse 13, and says, Therefore, 
let us not judge one another anymore, but rather determine this, not to put a stumbling block in our brother's way. Jesus told the disciples and his listeners on the Sermon on the Mount, he told them what judging really means. Um, it, means uh, it means judging others according to a standard that, that, would, that would not want to have, we would not want to have adopted or applied to ourselves. A, a standard, often we judge people with a different standard than what we want to, be, that we want to apply to ourselves. That's judging. Often our standard is, quite, is, is much higher for someone else than it is for ourselves. How many can say amen to that? Uh, you know, for some odd reason, we like to have a, a, a greater, higher standard for everybody else than ours. Or it could be the opposite. Our standard is higher, and so we get frustrated with somebody else's standard. I don't know. But it's, it's this idea, he talks about this being acceptable unto God is when we can not be judgmental towards our brothers and sisters in Christ, nor do we put a stumbling block in their way so that they struggle with, 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 with whatever. Jesus, Jesus made it very clear on the, on the, on the, in the Sermon on the Mount. The stumbling block has two dimensions to it. We can discourage or beat them down through our legalism against them, or we can do it by enticing them to sin through an unwise use of our, our, our own liberties. Therefore, it's important that we, that we think before we speak. We can honor God through wise and prudent use of our liberties. Liberties are, are uh, it, it's very important that, that we allow our, our liberties that we enjoy um, to, not to, not to, not to force them on somebody else, not to use them arrogantly against our brothers and sisters in Christ, but being sensitive to one another. Folks, I mean, the bottom line is this. Um, we all see Scripture in many ways, in, in many parts of Scripture, much differently, and it's, it's pretty much across the board. And so it's important that, that the things that we have been blessed or not blessed with, however you want to look at it, um, that God has allowed us to do, that we're sensitive to our brothers and sisters. But Paul is telling us that's acceptable worship, that we're sensitive to their needs, uh, to the way that they interpret um, that passage of Scripture or that, uh, 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 that, that religious liberty that they have. Secondly, another outward dimension of this word acceptable is sharing the gospel with unbelievers. Romans chapter 15, verse 16 implies that evangelism is obviously a part of, of, our, of acceptable worship to God. Paul writes that special grace was given to him to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, ministering as a priest the gospel of God so that my, my offering of the Gentiles might become acceptable. It may be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Paul here is serving as a ministering priest of Jesus Christ, and he's serving to the unbelieving Gentiles. And according to Paul, this is acceptable worship to God. Evangelism is worship that is a way of life for the Christian and is sanctified or it's set apart by the Holy Spirit. 
And so our worship is acceptable from an outward perspective when we are sharing the gospel with unbelievers. Third, another outward acceptable form of worship is sharing our resources with those in in need. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 18, Paul thanks the Philippians for the gift of money that helped to fund his ministry. He said, I've received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphrodos the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable, and a sacrifice that is pleasing to God. This glorifies God by giving of our resources as a blessing to those who are in need. It's an outward dimension of worship. Again, it's a way of life. It's just how we as believers live our lives. Acceptable worship. I want my worship to be acceptable. It's more than just when we come into the sanctuary and we come corporately together to join our hearts on a Sunday morning and give adoration and praise to God as a group of believers. It's more than just the fellowship of the saints. It's this outward, outward outflow of the grace of God that he has implanted in our lives through, his, through the cleansing blood from, from our sinfulness, we're able to take that, that, that joy that comes in knowing we're forgiven and share it every single day of our lives as an outward dimension. The second dimension that we find in Scripture in the New Testament when it comes to this word acceptable is an inward dimension. This is, this is our personal behavior. Paul told the Ephesians in in chapter 5, verses 8 through 10, he says, Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. The word pleasing here is a form of the Greek word um, that again means acceptable. Pleasing is being acceptable. You'll say it, I say it. I want to be pleasing to God. I want to be pleasing in my life, in my lifestyle, in what I say, in what I do. And so Paul talks about this being pleasing. It's a form of the word acceptable. We are to live, as he said, as children of light. He goes on to say goodness and righteousness and truth should mark us because we have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Where darkness once consumed us, now light consumes us. He goes on in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Paul begins to tell them there that there are two ways that we can find God's will or God acceptable, our worship acceptable to him. And we can find it, we want it to be good and we want it to be within his perfect will. We want our worship to be good, we want our worship to be within his perfect will. He first of all says, how do we do that? By being a physical or a living, a living sacrifice. This is a holy, this is a complete surrender of every part of our bodies to God's perfect will. When we give God all of us in a total sacrifice to his lordship, he tells us it's our very spiritual worship. This involves our pride. It involves our sensuality. It involves our motives, our wants, our possessions, our emotions, and our modesty. It involves every aspect of our lives, this living sacrifice to God. It's, it's, it's giving our bodies to him as an acceptable worship. Secondly, 
you think of Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it's a transformation of our minds by nonconformity to the world's standard and conformity to God's standard. What we put in our minds is either acceptable worship or it's unacceptable worship. How we live is a direct reflection of how we process our daily influence. We cannot allow the world to conform us to their standard of living. God's word is our conforming standard. And so we've got to allow the word of God to conform us to his standard, not the world conforming us to their standard. So it's a transformation. It's it's continual. Being a living sacrifice is is not a one-time event. Being a living sacrifice is something that we do on a daily basis. Paul talks about dying daily. There's so many things in our lives that we, that we have to, to die to on a daily basis. That's a part of this transformation of our minds, transformation of our spirits, not being conformed to the world standard, but being conformed to God's standard. We find that as we, we in, ingest the word of God on a daily basis, as we read the word of God, as it flows through our hearts and through our beings, it becomes an acceptable worship unto God that's an outflow of what we're taking in to a world that desperately needs to see Christ in us. To say that's, an easy, that's something easy is, 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 is uh, I, I've never seen the word easy when it comes to this. will be an easy process for everybody. Uh, you don't see that. It's, it's, it can be a struggle at times. It's a daily commitment. It's a daily walk. It's a daily, that's what worship is. It's simply just a way of life for every believer um, that's out there. And so, when we talk about acceptable, we talk about this outward dimension, we talk about this inward dimension, but he goes on um, in Hebrews chapter 13 and 15, we can see, or not he, but we can see an upward dimension that comes to this, this idea of being acceptable to God. The Hebrew writer said, and he describes this dimension, and he sums it up uh, with worship in verse 15 when he says, Through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of the lips that acknowledge his name. Worship, folks, is continually giving thanks and praise to God. McLaren said this, Loving hearts must speak. What would you think of a husband who never felt any impulse to tell his wife that she was dear to him? Or a mother who never found it helpful to unpack her heart of of tenderness, um, to sing to her child, to show grace and love to that little baby uh, that she cuddles? And he says, it seems to me that that a dumb Christian, a man who is thankful for Christ's sacrifice and then never feels the need to say so, is a great anomaly as either of these I have described. In other words, it just, it, it just doesn't, it's, it's, it's more important to give God praise through the fruit of our lips than it is for a mother to coddle a baby, for a husband to tell his wife that, uh, you know, you're dear to me, I love you, you're beautiful. Um, it's, he said it's an anomaly if we're not doing that to a God who has given his life for us. And so it's the fruit of our lips 
that when we, when we are in a world that is dark and, 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 it's, and its back is turned on God, it sees Christ in us through the fruit of our lips. I thought about it as I was looking at this week. Lord, help me in everyday life to allow worship to be such a part of who I am that the world out there that we are evangelizing. I talked about last week, I, said, I talked about the fact that worship is meant, is meant for the believers. We come together, we join together um, for, for fellowship, obviously for praise to God as a time that we, can, that we can worship God together. It's a wonderful time to do that. But it's not necessarily a place for evangelism. Evangelism is something we do when we leave this place. You've seen some of the signs that you'll see going out some of these churches, enter to worship and leave to serve. Have you seen, I think, I've, I've seen those at different places. We enter to worship, but when we leave this place, we leave to serve. We leave to evangelize um, the world that we, we live in. And if our hearts are over, overflowing with gratitude and pray, this outward dimension, this inward dimension, this upward dimension, that we're always, in other words, we're always looking up in everything that we do and say. It's, it's, it's you know, I want to give gratitude and praise. You've been around people like that and just in the everyday activities. I, I, go, I go back to this guy in, in, in um, Alabama. Probably told this more than one time, but it's just, uh, hard. in fact, Tammy's just there a couple weeks ago. And um, this, this guy that um, every single day, whether it rains, snows, shines, shines or sleets, um, is walking this same path along in front of um, uh, Bojangles, where my kids love to eat. It's not necessarily my favorite place, but I'll eat there every once in a while. Bo- Bojangles. And he, he walks there with a sign that says, Jesus will save you. He's been doing it for at least four years, if not five years. Um, He's working his way to China. You've heard about that, you know, how you dig and you get to China. Remember that as a kid? It's just a ditch that he's walked in. He's walked this so many times and, and back and forth um, that he's, he's wore a ditch. I don't know, before long, you'll need to see his little sign sticking up. You won't be able to see the guy anymore. I, I have no idea. It looks that way. It's going to be that way. It, it's the fruit of, of his lips. And, he's, and, he, and he told people, he said, listen, not every, I had him come to our church there in Tuscaloosa and, and addressed our congregation about what he was doing. He used to be a Christian comedian. And um, I think he's found his, I, I think that he's now found uh, what he needs to be doing because he wasn't the best of Christian comedians that were out there. Uh, but at least he was trying. Uh, but constantly giving praise and adoration to God. I don't know, I don't know about you, when you're, you're out in, in, in this world that we live in, how you respond to, to people around you, I, I know that in my own life, you know, I don't give God enough praise when I'm outside of the church. Maybe you do. Maybe you just find your, you know, and maybe you say, well, it's a little odd, okay? I feel a little awkward in giving, in giving praise to God. And, and you might do that. But again, this is, this is a heart that overflows with with adoration and praise. It's a heart of worship that wants, to, that wants to, to give praise to him wherever we're at. The fruit of our lips, it is acceptable 
Again, that word acceptable is an acceptable worship to him. I believe it's what matters most when we use our tongues to open our mouths. It's a, it's a sacrifice because it may not always be convenient or may not always be acceptable. And it's an acknowledgement of the grace of God in our lives, and it flows from our hearts. Verse 16 encapsulates all of this in Hebrews chapter um, 11 when he says, Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Doing good, sharing with others, giving praise to God is worship that is a Christian way of life, and it's an acceptable unto God. And I want my worship to be acceptable unto God. Amen? I want all of my life to be acceptable unto God. This, folks, is what holiness looks like on an everyday basis that we live. It's what holy people do. It's an overflow of worship. That is not only, not only horizontal, but it's also vertical. It's something that we do as believers in Christ. I want to worship in everything that I do. May my, may my life, my lifestyle, the things that I say, the places that I go, the people that I meet, may it be from an outflow of God's spirit and presence, what he's done in my life, how he's changed my life. I want it to be, I want it to, to outflow of worship that is acceptable unto him. Amen? That's it this morning. Let's stand. You see, I went to 12 o'clock last week. It's 11.17, and I want you to look back there and see that number on that wall. I determined this morning that I would be a little bit shorter today than I have been. I thank God for what he's done in my life, and I want my life to honor him, and I want my life to glorify him in everything that I do. Do I have a ways to go? Yeah, you probably could say the very same thing this morning. You probably have a ways to go. But I want, I want worship to be my lifestyle, everything that I do. You know, I, you drive down the road. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm like my dad. I want to take the back roads. Scott knows what I'm talking about. He didn't like the highway. In fact, the highway system, brother going, you would remember this problem. Some of you older ones, it didn't even go. I don't know, where did 70 stop? At some point in time, it didn't, it didn't go. On to Dayton, I know that, I'm pretty sure. I don't know where it stopped at. But, you know, the highway system wasn't like it is today where you can get on it. Well, you know, because of that growing up, we, we travel these back roads. And I always want to travel the back roads because I, as much as possible because I just love the, the beauty of the, of the back. My, my wife's opposite. We've got to take the interstate everywhere we go. Why? Because we've got to get there. Right? Quickly. We've got to get there. We can't enjoy this trip. And, uh, but, but when I'm doing that, it's, it really honestly is a part of worship for me. I don't know about you. It's just to see what God's, his, the great beauty that he's given to us as, as citizens of this wonderful country. But more than that, we are citizens of, of, of a heavenly country, and I just want to give him praise and thanks. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Help us, oh God, to worship you outwardly, inwardly, upwardly. May we, dear Lord, may the fruit of our lips um, show forth our gratitude and praise wherever we're at, for all that you've done for us, I pray this morning. I pray, Lord, that you'll go with us today. You'll give us a heart of worship. Let us, may we enjoy the beautiful weather that you've seemingly, the springtime weather that you've allowed us to enjoy today. I pray, oh God, that you'll be with us. Bless us. Help us, dear Lord, 
to just, just worship you. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you.